Welcome to Game Opinions episode 60. I'm your host, Calvin, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Dakota. Hello. What's going on, Dakota? Not much, Calvin. How are you doing today? I am doing uh, really well, actually. Work was very stressful, like usual, and uh, we uh, we get to come back for another episode of Game Opinions. How about you? Yeah, uh, similar situation. It kind of makes me feel better where every time I talk to somebody, uh, they are going through the same thing, miserable time at work. So <laughs> I guess we're all in the same boat together. <laughs> It'd be nice to talk about something other than that <laughs> for a little bit. So Yeah, yeah. So um, pretty exciting. Our last episode got a lot of um, good feedback, mostly good feedback. Um, so that, that was pretty cool. It's always nice to see. And yeah, we really got more feedback than I was expecting. So I'm really pretty excited about that. So I'm pretty excited to be back for episode 60. It's kind of hard to believe that we're on episode 60. I remember when this was just a baby. Um, so pretty wild. Um, speaking about wild, we're going to be talking about Breath of the Wild 2 today. Did you like that segue, Dakota? I did. I did. Okay, I like that. Good. You didn't really uh, make room for my joke, though, that game oh. opinions ain't your little boy anymore. It's your little man. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I Yeah. It, it's been it's been a couple weeks Make now, sure so I'm kind of... track in there or something. Yeah. Yeah, I probably could. I'm not sure if it's copyrighted <laughs> or not, though, because, you know, apparently you can copyright that stuff, so... Um, but yeah, so we're going to be talking about Breath of the Wild, or I guess the lack of Breath of the Wild. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and kick it off there. So uh, Nintendo Direct a couple weeks ago, they showed off, uh, I guess, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, the Zelda game that, uh, Skyward Sword, there we go. <laughs> it's, it's been so long that it's it's rusting over in my head. But yeah, so they showed off uh, Skyward Sword HD, um, completely reworked for Switch, but also with motion controls. Um, but unfortunately, that wasn't really the Zelda game people were kind of expecting to see. They wanted to see Breath of the Wild 2, and outside of a trailer we got at E3 a few years ago, we haven't seen anything or really heard anything about it since. And that trend continued at the Nintendo Direct. They just said that they'll have some information on that at a later date. Uh, what date that is, we don't know. And, you know, we've talked about a couple times on this podcast about how we would love to see a game company just completely break the internet and do something crazy. And I thought this was going to be one of those times where Nintendo was going to be like, oh, this game's going to be available in March. And it just, it didn't happen. And it was kind of disappointing. And, you know, I was I was in the camp that said, when I first saw the trailer, because it looks like it's using a lot of the same assets. All the character models are the same. It looks like they're going to be reusing the world in some way. We're not really sure to what extent. And I thought this was going to be like a 2020 release game. And I was completely wrong so it, it, it yeah. kind of makes you wonder like you said there's not a lot of gaming news out right now i feel like um so nintendo kind of had the opportunity to as you said kind of own the internet a surprise release which i, I really want to see like i, I want to see a game like this like zelda oh by the way this is coming out tomorrow i mean uh, imagine what that would do uh I for know. fans and, and again you would have total control at that point and yeah it was pretty underwhelming yeah and, and do you think that that's like an unrealistic expectation do you think that's ever going to happen i i think it's never going to happen until somebody decides to do it and like i what i mean by that is like people don't do it because that's not like the thing to do and i guess yeah. it's pretty risky and, and now now, you know, you have so much money tied into this and the developers and, um, you know, deadlines and, you know, games now are generally seems like pretty rushed. Like that's what our whole last episode was about. Games yeah. that were, were bad on launch. So to have a fully finished game at a deadline nowadays is a rarity. So I think it, I think it could be done. I think the first person to do it, it it's going to be fantastic. It's just a matter of one of these companies being the first to to kind of take that leap. Yeah, I mean, and they have to completely you know prevent it from leaking out too, which I imagine is somewhat difficult. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping that at some point in time this happens. And I think that the more and more we start moving towards like digital, I think that's going to be more of like a possibility because they don't have to like alert retailers and letting them know to expect this game. Um, so I'm hoping that something something like this happens at some point in time. Unfortunately, for Nintendo, it didn't happen this time. And I've been thinking a lot about, you know, my thoughts on, on them not showing the game. And at first, obviously, I was disappointed. And Breath of the Wild was one of my favorite games, arguably my favorite game of all time. And obviously, I'm excited for the second game to come out. But at the same time, looking at those games that we looked at in our last episode and looking at how, I guess with the the first Breath of the Wild, how many times that game got delayed. I almost think it's better that they just showed us that trailer and we haven't seen anything since. And I kind of just trust them to know when the right time to show this thing off is. I just think that it's going to end up being a better product in the end if they end up doing that. We're not really kind of getting strung along in a sense that, you know, we're seeing fake footage or something like that. Not that Nintendo typically does that. Nintendo is usually pretty honest with what they're they're showing off, um, you know, excluding like Project Hammer, which <laughs> never came out. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, so yeah, I was just I was just thinking a lot about that, and I just think that this is probably just a, a better a better way to go about it. Yeah, Nintendo kind of gets a pass too, just because everything that they put out generally is pretty polished. Again, there's always exceptions, but for the most part, um, Nintendo can kind of do what they want. They were like, if I recall, the first to break away from like E3 and kind of have their own stage, right? Was that were they the first to do that? Do you do you remember? Uh, like, I know, like certain like companies, you know, like you know, Rockstar kind of was if about e3 um, but in terms of like breaking away and having like digital events yeah i mean they were kind of on the forefront of that yeah so they kind of have that nintendo ego but like in a good way to where they're going to do what they want and as long as they keep putting out good games everybody's kind of on board with that and they don't yeah. get too mad um i mean after this conference there seemed to be a bit of that on the internet uh which i guess we'll get into but um yeah I, I, they get a pass a lot of the time yeah and i think that you know the biggest thing for me is that when i first saw the breath of the wild 2 trailer one i was extremely excited but two there was i'm not gonna lie there was part of me that saw the similarities i saw the you know the same map and you know it's probably going to be warped it's not going to be identical um but you know you're seeing all these similarities and you know the biggest fear is that it's going to turn into something that doesn't feel fresh. And the fact that this game didn't come out in 2020, like I thought it would, and the fact that they still haven't showed us anything yet, really, and it's already, you know, in 2021, it kind of gives me a little bit of confidence that, and I, I, after Breath of the Wild, you know, the original, I should have confidence in them because that game was awesome. But it just gives me a little extra confidence that this game's going to feel fresh when it comes out, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It, we haven't had one in a while. There's really nothing else like that. Like that art style they chose and, and the direction they went with that was pretty unique. And that was a launch title. So, I, I mean, again, we haven't had anything. We haven't really had too much DLC for that. Um, so you kind of have Nintendo does a pretty good job. Like they get you fiending. You know, yeah. they make you wait. In this case, it winds up being a good thing because it's going to be so much sweeter when <laughs> it, it finally does come out, whatever that may be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited still. You know, obviously, it's it's probably going to be a little while before we hear about it, but we, we're going to hear about it at some point. And, um, you know, when we finally do hear about it, it's going to be great. Um, but, you know, another thing that kind of was making me think about this again was uh, there was a Pokemon Direct last week. Uh, that was showing off that brand new open world Pokemon game called uh, Pokemon Legends uh, Arceus, I believe. And, you know, it looks really cool. It looks, you know, essentially, we were just saying before the pod, uh, it looks like it's Breath of the Wild Pokemon style in many ways. Um, however, 
there's a lot of people that are criticizing the game because it looks really choppy. The Pokemon animations don't look really, uh, you know, fluid. It's it's really it, it looks like the the Pokemon are like you know running in fr- five frames per second, and the rest of the game is you know kind of fine. Um, and you know that's something that I kind of obviously want to avoid. I don't think Breath of the Wild would ever look like that, you know, with them showing it off, just different teams and all that. But it's something to kind of look at. I mean, this game's a year off, at least, and it's not going to look the best. It's not going to be its final form, but now people are going to judge it off that. And now people are speculating, hey, there there needs to be a more powerful Switch because it obviously can't handle this Pokemon game, even though we've seen it handle Breath of the Wild just fine. So... Yeah, I was, that's just kind of something I wanted to throw in there as well. Yeah, I, I think what happens with these releases is the vocal minority, uh, you know, they come out and they pretty much dictate what, you know, they, they, they establish the narrative, right? Because nothing's ever, like, good enough. And not to say that the trailer did not look, um, it didn't look that impressive. But like you said, the game's a while away at this point. We don't know if that's going to be the final uh, look. Um, I think most people are the ones that don't go on the internet and complain. You know, they just see it and they're like, oh, cool, like more Pokemon. Um, yeah. I think we joked before, like, I don't know if I'm just easy to please nowadays. There's very few games I buy. <laughs> Even the bad ones that I buy, I'm like, well, there's always, I get some sort of enjoyment out of it. And it's kind of funny to talk about like, oh, I played that game. It was awful. But like, there's like a fun aspect of that. Shaq I don't food. want a game. <laughs> yeah, it's totally broken. <laughs> That's not what no. I'm saying. Um, Because these games are expensive. I, I mean, now on PS5, I have to be very picky about what I buy with most of these titles being $70. Uh, it's a lot of money it's expensive um so i feel like they always kind of come out and control the narrative and you always it's it's the minority right like if you're happy generally don't go on the internet and maybe you do but for the most part you're just kind of like oh cool i'm excited for that i'll I'll buy it whereas people that get upset you know it's the same thing when you leave a review like if you eat at a restaurant and you had a good experience you just are like wow that was a good experience but yeah you know if your steak's cold you better believe everybody's gonna hear that so oh yeah i feel like that might be a little bit of the same situation again like i said i it didn't look impressive like i will admit that but it's yeah, still I mean, away. yeah it's, it still has time i just feel like it was kind of split i mean there's half that thought it looked amazing and the other half were like well you know why is uh, pikachu running in five five frames per second <laughs> why does it look like there's a powerpoint going on there so yeah i mean it, to me it looked cool you know obviously pokemon hasn't really evolved much over the years you have like you know it's main line series of games which really hasn't innovated since i honestly can't even remember when i guess the originals it really hasn't been huge improvements the biggest improvement that pokemon received over the years is online play and running shoes that's it so (laughs) i mean it's time it's time to come on especially on switch it's like you know you have a powerful system now or at least you know more powerful than they've had before an open world game is definitely something that you know should have been done so i'm you know glad that they're exploring that now it took them a long time to do so mm-hmm. but it just seems like the uh the right time so i'm excited for it it's gonna be pretty cool i hope yeah and pokemon's blowing up again uh we talked off podcast a little bit about logan paul uh breaking open those you know he purchased a bunch of like original unopened pokemon boxes and was auctioning off the packs and i mean for thousands and thousands of dollars so pokemon as a whole is it's always been popular, but it seems to go through spikes. Like kind of when like Pokemon Go came out, that was a pretty yeah. big spike. Um, and now it seems like that spike is with the recent popularity of sports cars and Pokemon cards. And again, you have the backing of like somebody like Logan Paul, who I don't know if that's good or bad for the community. I know like people that are really <laughs> into Pokemon are really against it. Um, but I feel like even if you don't like him and you don't agree with what he does, like having that popularity boost 
is only going to be a good thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's going to help this game out probably too. I mean, I don't know how much help this game's going to need. I mean, if this is a good open world Pokemon game, this is going to sell Switches like crazy. Like crazy. Yeah, unbelievable. And yeah. Pokemon always does anyway. Yeah. Know, like even like Pokemon Go was very um and that was an odd situation because from what I recall, Pokemon Go was like a skin over a game that already existed for like geocaking. Yeah. So that was like already there. But that game turned into like, that. so when that came out, everybody was super hype about it. It's Pokemon. I want to play. Then it kind of died down and people were like, well, this game's kind of empty and there's actually not a ton to do. And, you know, it kind of worn out for a little bit. And then it worked itself into like a pretty decent mobile game. And then it, you know, pro- popularity rose again. So Pokemon's always going to draw attention and, and, and players just just because of the name. Yeah. Now, did you also see that they're um, they're making uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes as well? I heard about that. Yeah. I, and I loved uh, Diamond. I remember that was one of the few games, like Pokemon games, I hardly got when they were new. But yeah. that was one I got like brand new, like in a store. I think I got it in a Walmart and played the crap out of it. So yeah. I'm actually a little excited. I, not little. I'm very excited about that. So I want to say that it may have been... I want to say either fifth, sixth, or seventh grade. I remember we got that game, um, and I remember that you know we used to do like the uh, underground digging or whatever for like the multiplayer. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that was like the only Pokemon game I think we ever were playing at the same time. I um, I remember cool. I remember you got it one weekend, and for some reason like wouldn't tell me what you were playing, and uh, I was like, well, what are you playing? Like you you said you played a game like all weekend, like that was literally all you did. You said yeah. like from the time you woke up, both Saturday and Sunday. And I was like, oh, what game? And you're like, oh, I, I can't tell you here. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'll just tell you later. So I was like, all right. <laughs> and then you told, told me later, like, oh, it's Pokemon. And I think because like maybe there was a stigma in like seventh grade for Pokemon, it wasn't Probably. blown up like it is now. Um, or it was definitely a down period. But I was like, dude, I love Pokemon. Like, I'll go buy it right now. And I went out literally and yeah. bought it. <laughs> and I think that day. <laughs> And oh we played God. the crap out of that. Like it was a lot of fun, and that was the first Pokemon game I had had in a while. I couldn't even tell you the last one I had before that. It had it had to be on the Game Boy Color. Oh man, yeah. It, it's it's funny with that game because when it first came out, my brother pre-ordered it. Um, and you know when you back then, if you didn't pre-order a game, like the store clerks would like give you like such a hard time about it. And <laughs> I just remember going to uh, I think it was Target with uh with my mom and <laughs> man they, they would only give us i guess uh that one copy or maybe they were only giving us two copies and dude my mom like kind of went off a little bit <laughs> like she doesn't typically do that but she's just like you know <laughs> do you know what it's like to have three kids at home and only you know two get it and one's left out and he, the, she the, did not want to go home with a kid that got that game uh no, didn't no. get that game yeah, like the, the clerk was just like, you know, I, I, I don't have kids. I'd like, possibly like to have them someday. I, and he was just like, you know, completely just backpedaling. And then, you know, we walked out of the store with, with all the copies we needed. Um, like, that was before. <laughs> you're here to make money. I'm trying to give you money. Take my money. Yeah. And I don't yeah, even take, know if games like then were like, I do know. I remember, like you said, if you didn't pre-order certain games back then, it was hard to get. Like games would sell out. But I don't remember. I'm trying to think if I had. I feel like I went right into Walmart. And was like, hey, can I get the new Pokemon game? And, you know, that being Walmart, they were probably like, I don't know what that is. So I was like, okay, well, I just want this here. And I walked out with it, and that was that. But Man. I don't think I had a hard time. But, yeah, I guess maybe certain retailers got limited copies. Yeah, because I got it on launch day. And, and I just remember we played that game so much 
And we, we even had to like, I think like fold laundry or something. So all of us were just walking around with our, uh, <laughs> our DSs. And when I went to bed that night, cause Nintendo games used to typically release on Sundays. So I think I actually ended up just being able to play it on Sunday. And I just remember going to bed that night and the, the music is like playing nonstop. I could not sleep. Like I just <laughs> kept hearing that music in my head and I just felt sick. Um, I don't think I ever played a Pokemon game for that many hours consecutively ever again. But yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, man. Yeah. We, we had, uh, we had a couple instances where, uh, my mom would take us to, uh, to different kinds of, uh, launches. Like I remember that, that Harry Potter order, the order of the, uh, Phoenix book, we went to, uh, to Barnes and Noble and this is kind of going off on a tangent, but I have it in my head. So I, I figured I might as well say it. Um, <laughs> and they said you can only have a, a max of two per customer. So my mom told the cashier. So she said, okay, so I can be a customer. You know, she pointed to my sister. She can be a customer and pointed to me and he can be a customer and we can get six bucks. <laughs> so we went out of there with three bucks. <laughs> Let's go, Mrs. Let's go, Miss Mrs. Mom. Get him, get him. Oh my God! It's just she. She would have just had like moments like that where well, it's fun because you could clearly see she's probably had to deal with that every time you guys wanted something and like oh I know yeah by the yeah. sixth time she just had it in her head like no like <laughs> I've done this just give so us the extra times. thing. Yeah, it's like I mean, but she's right though. I mean, we all could have went in there as separate customers with money and just buy them out more books, you know. So yeah, it was, so it was funny. Flipped it back around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I just I, I had to bring that up, but yeah. So I mean, uh, people with uh, the Diamond and Pearl remake, though, people do not like the style they went with that. They went with like that uh, chibi anime like style, and it does not look very good. It looks very lazy. So, ugh. well, maybe you know, if the internet complains loud enough, it wouldn't be the first time that they've gotten something changed artistically. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog made poor Sonic. Those poor developers. <laughs> start from scratch basically you know we so. really got robbed the fact that they changed that man we really got robbed of uh disaster but apparently that movie was good we, and, made, and, we made an episode about that and we never came back to address it but apparently that movie was good yeah i um i caught it like on demand and it was like entertaining it's what you would expect like a sonic movie to be man and they're making a second one. i cannot believe that movie was good that blows my mind you know, props to them for uh, for fixing that and making it good. Well, even the, the funniest thing, too, is even if they kept the original original design, it would have probably been the same movie. So like, yeah. it just goes to show like how one, you know, like a character design, even if the movie's good, you know, if it's not what people are expecting, they're going to be like, no, like, I don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> it's man, it's crazy. And that was a lot of money they spent to, to rework that oh character. Oh, my God. Too. Yeah, they had to completely redo everything. Yeah, man. He's all CGI. So. Can you imagine having to work on that or working on it the first time and having to go back over it a second time? I equate it to like working on a spreadsheet for like eight hours, which is a minuscule amount of time compared to what they spent on it. And like your boss being like, hey, um, they actually want it to look this way. And so I'm just going to hit delete on this and you can start over. You just light your computer on me? fire. Oh you have to God. go buy a computer. Go lay down in the street. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of criticism out <laughs> with, uh, with how the art style is a lot of side by side comparisons with, uh, I want to say links awakening. I always get these things mixed up. I think, believe it's links awakening. Uh, there's a lot of side-by-side -side comparisons, slightly different art style, but one looks way better than the other, and uh, it's not Pokemon, so uh, not not the best. Um, but yeah, definitely interesting nonetheless, because you know those games, like I said, you know, those are the games that we we kind of played um, at the same time. So it's kind of neat that they've 
kind of gotten to that point where it's remakes already. It kind of blows my mind that time has gone this fast. Yeah, I, when the games you played as a kid are getting remastered, which we're getting into that zone now. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a, you know, a bit of a shock, but I'm excited to play it. I mean, I, I'll buy it for sure just because I had so much fun with it. And again, even though I don't necessarily agree with, you know, like if they went a direction I wouldn't have went, you know, as long as the game, the core is still there, it's probably going to yeah. be worth a purchase. Yeah, it's still probably going to be a pretty good game. So, yeah. So, uh, Dakota, I think that we uh, had had a little short episode here for Game Pinions Episode 60. Um, Me and Dakota have actually been working on a uh, a side. I guess not really a side. It's just another project, uh, which is a NASCAR podcast way back when, when we were doing our racing league, which unfortunately met a uh just the demise <laughs> but i don't really know where we ended that at yeah, I can't um remember. we got too mad at each other and we just we couldn't do it anymore um <laughs> but we we talked about the possibility of doing a nascar podcast so uh we've been we've been working on a nascar podcast as well called turning left so definitely uh definitely check that out and uh obviously if you like this podcast make sure you share it with all of your friends and everyone you've ever met in your entire life and everyone, yeah. I mean, people go go door to door. Not don't go door to door. Unless uh, you have not, a permit. If you have a permit. You can go door to door. Yeah, and if you're wearing, you know, PPE or whatever, um, yeah, you should be good. So, until next time, we will see you. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. <laughs>